Welcome to Hope's Hearth, a GMless actual play podcast where friends explore identity, community, and the ways people find strength and love in dire situations. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are trypophobia, insect horror, parent death, rape, body shaming, homophobia, transphobia, big diseases, involuntary transformation, ableism, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, unwanted pregnancy, ace phobia, and non-consensual situations. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will fade to black on, are spiders, graphic depictions of bodily harm, abuse of any kind, dementia or similar illnesses, insoluble problems, trauma, eating disorders, depression, and self-harm. You may have noticed I did not include steamy situations. That is because, while it is still a veil, there's a content warning for this episode. Um, and the next episode, probably. And that is, um, we're going to be, uh, skirting the, uh, steamy situations veil a little bit closer than we normally do. I know, shocking, right? (laughs) Uh... Because we are playing a very, very horny game. The game that we are playing is called... When you meet your doppelganger on the road, you must make out with them by Midsummer Meinberg. And you can get it at goat-song-publishing.itch.io. Please do. It's fucking great. Uh... Dirk and I usually just refer to this game as Doppelganger, which is what we're going to do throughout the entirety of this game. Um, speaking of, my name is Izzy, I use sincere pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at the Shondeer. and with me today is Dirk. Hello! I am Dirk, I use they, them pronouns. You can find me at pf underscore diva on Twitter. Uh, also at Hope's Hearth Pot sometimes, not usually lately. Uh, you can also find me at PF Diva on Tumblr and Archive of Our Own, because I have finally decided I have no goddamn shame. Cringe is dead. It's 2022. Fuck yeah. Uh, my Tumblr is uh, lots of deer. Uh, lots of L-O-T-S-A. Uh... I also have no shame. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of it uh, over the next couple of days is just going to be artwork. So you're just going to see a big wall of that. Yeah, unfortunately, in air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, today we are playing Doppelganger. It is a good game. Dirk and I have played it before. Again, content warning, this is a very uh, horny game. Um, so, So, the introduction is... When you meet your doppelganger on the road, you must make out with them is a game about meeting your doppelganger on the road and then making the decision about whether or not to make out with them. It is a game about horror and intimacy, about self-identity and self-love and self-destruction. It requires two players, a copy of these rules, a quiet space, some writing utensils, and enough time to work through the three encounters below. If a break is needed, it is recommended to break between the first encounter and the second encounter. Uh, The basic rules are the game takes place as a conversation between two players. In response to the prompts listed under each encounter below, they will create a story together. 
Um, narration can take the form of describing actions, describing surroundings, or speaking in your character's voice. Except when emotional safety rules are being used, all dialogue should be considered in character from the beginning of an encounter until its end. And if you're not sure what to say, you should look at the prompts, obviously. The most important thing to do in this is to listen to your partner, to give space for them to speak and have their voice heard. Indeed, each player gets to speak until one of the three following conditions are met. First, the narration is moved to an area that is uncomfortable or potentially uncomfortable in an ideological, emotional, or health way. If so, follow the emotional safety rules. Second, the current speaker has indicated that they wish to pass narration on. This can be done using the code phrase, what do you think? Or by remaining silent for an uncomfortably long period of time. <laughs> if your partner is silent, do not immediately jump in, but give them time to think and only take the narration if the silence is a clear cue to hand off narration. Third, the non-current speaker wishes to take over the narration. If you wish to do so, you must in character compliment your doppelganger by referencing a trait of your own out of game body in a positive way. That is, if player A currently has narrative control, player B can take it by describing player A's character with a trait that player B possesses. Basically, you have to be nice to yourself. It's illegal. Yeah. No, you gotta be nice to yourself while complimenting the other character. You cannot be mean to yourself in this game. It's illegal. <laughs> the tally sheet. Before beginning the game, take a piece of paper, or in our case, we're just gonna be uh, keeping track of it uh, in Discord. Uh, or an electronic document divided into two sections, title one section steamy and the other spooky. Whenever events occur in the narration that are particularly steamy, that is to say, intimately or erotically charged, or spooky, intimidating, scary, off-putting, make a tally mark in the appropriate section. You'll need this total for the, I still don't know how to pronounce that, I think it's denouement, the denouement. Yes. It is recommended that you award points generously to generate the most interesting outcome. Yeah. And then there are some emotional safety rules. It's your basics of listening to each other, set up some lines and veils, make sure you're playing with somebody you trust. Yeah, this game especially, like, it is supposed to get into it uh with like the the intimacy so playing it with someone you trust is highly recommended dirk and i have played this before we trust each other we are frequently drift compatible you know the thing <laughs> so we typically can uh pick up on each other's like discomfort when it comes to this stuff but we are also we have no shame in being like hey let's not do this <laughs> Yeah. All right. If you noticed, also, there is no character creation in this. Because it kind of just happens as you play. <laughs> so we don't, if, we don't really have any characters in mind right now. No. So, the first encounter on the road. I would like to... Describe the setting that we decided on before going into the description here, because it's going to be a little bit different than how the game is describing the setting. So we are playing On Hope's Promise. We are in deep in 
the planet in the stardust, like, ocean, the Spotion, um, on, like, a, like, exploratory trip or some kind of trip. And that is just what it is. We are exploring into the weird fringes and outer wilds of Hope's Promise. So when I go into saying, talking about the first encounter, it's not going to be on a road in the middle of nowhere (laughs) on a sweltering (laughs) summer day. It's going to be on an like an asteroid island or something in the middle of the Spotion, and it's probably going to be relatively cool. Yeah, I was thinking uh, it might be a good idea to put it, like, on the interior of the planet where you and Kit were doing... I cannot remember the game you guys were playing, but... Uh... Uh... The Land Whispers. Yes. So you want to put it in there, specifically? Yeah, I think that would be a cool and interesting space to explore. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of weird. It gives us, like, the heat haze. And we already know that, like, part of that interiority is, like, some sort of park or something like that. Yeah. Uh, There's there's two known entrances to this area. There's the one that the researchers entered through, which I think has an entrance that leads into the interior spotion. Mm-hmm. And then there is the one that is from an outer part of the planet <laughs> uh, that has like campsites and stuff, but they haven't gone like all the way in. The cave is fucking massive. And mm-hmm. so they, the researchers did not know that was there until they found it. So yeah, there is, um, and then it just kind of became like a protected area that has like camping opportunities, basically like fucking Yellowstone. Or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Yellowstone. Maybe more like Yosemite. But whatever. It's a park. It It is like when you go and find one of the national parks in your state. But mm-hmm. it, it's a, a giant cavern that's got big fucking trees in it that are made of crystal or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's humid in there. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. So... The original description for this is, and I want to read it because it is very good. Um, it's a sweltering summer day, the asphalt of the highway wavering in the heat. The day is long and the road is empty and the sun is an unblinking eye staring down in judgment on all that scurry beneath its imperious presence. One is driving, music blasting, AC broken, windows down to get some of that breeze in. One is walking backwards along the side of the road, thumb extended in a clear gesture. There is an immediate recognition like an electric shock that disturbs the very ground, an earthquake that only exists in their hearts. Of course, a ride has to be offered, and of course, a ride has to be accepted. Doesn't matter where they're going, they're going there together now, these two identical strangers. So what I think it is, is uh, one of us is maybe driving like... I like the idea of... Um, some kind of like truck that's just got the like bed, like the kind of bed cover that makes it like a, uh, I don't know what they're called. 
Mm. It's got windows in it when you and you put it on the truck and it makes it like taller. So if you like, you could lay in it and nothing would bother you if you closed the tailgate. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Do I not don't know what that's called. I also don't know what they're called. I did at one point. I will probably remember later and be like, God fucking damn it. But yeah, so it's like a, a beat up truck that's got one of those on it. It's definitely coming from like the surface entrance mm-hmm. um, to go like camping or something. And it's just very, maybe like a uh, fog storm just happened. And mm-hmm. so it's humid, damp, um, kind of gross, but there is a breeze coming through. Mm-hmm. And with the windows down, it feels very, very nice. Don't ask me what kind of truck this is. It's a future f- truck that does, it, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Somebody well, just took a really old Chevrolet and then decided it's not going to run on gas. It's going to run on Stardust or something. And it's pink. Because I want to be the person driving it. <laughs> okay. I think like a, like a kind of like sun bleached pink. Like it, maybe it used to be fucking neon pink. Ooh. But it's like a work truck, maybe? <laughs> and so it's like faded and there's scuffs and dents and stuff but the um the uh the bed cover is easier to repaint than the truck itself is so it is a much brighter shade of pink oh i love that <laughs> oh, yeah so you're incredible. driving down this like it's like a dirt road Mm-hmm. Uh, that leads into the the park, and there's just this person walking backwards uh, with one thumb out, just kind of not paying attention. Like, a lot of times when people walk backwards, they're kind of, like, looking behind them to make sure they don't trip and fall. This person does not seem to care. Mm-hmm. And it's just walking backwards. And, uh, of course, there is that moment of connection, that electric shock. Yeah, like their eyes connect. Yep. And uh, I'm already, like, uh, slowing down, putting my foot on the brake before I even 100% register that there is somebody there. And you, like stop ahead of me on the road like pulling over to the side uh no i think it's one of those things where like you know how sometimes you get the timing just perfect oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yep it, it's one of those nice so, yep yes so in this first encounter the two characters meet and head out down the road there are certain to be questions but answers are in short supply Neither player should determine the exact nature of their character. That will be determined after the climax. No lies, save those by omission, should be included in the narration at this point. The details are clear. The world is concrete. Characters can lie in their speech, can keep things hidden, but the world itself is clear. And so our questions and things to discuss are, who are you? Where are you going? What does the road inspire in you? And how about the weather, huh? (laughs) 
And we can read out the little descriptions of them as we do them. Uh, do you want to start? Uh, yeah. So this definitely starts with me, like, leaning across and unlocking the door and sort of pushing it open a little bit. Not like slamming it into you, but just enough to let you open it and get in. Do you not, like, say anything? Yep. I say, where are you headed? Okay. I I pull the door all the way open. Um, not, like, forcefully where it would, like, kind of jolt the truck, but, you know, just pull it open, hop in, uh, slide into the seat. Is this, like, uh, one of those trucks that's got, like, the bench seat? It is now. Yes. <laughs> um, hops in, pulls the door closed, and like doesn't slide all the way over. Obviously, because to be right up against the driver would be to impede the driving. But like mm-hmm. in the middle, mm-hmm. not close to the door, just in the middle. Uh, probably doesn't buckle because. Me. <laughs> we're in the yeah. middle of nowhere <laughs> and uh i sort of just point like the direction that you were going and oh i'm i'm headed that way there's uh this really neat campground i wanted to go check out that has like um i don't know if it's like just a cabin or if it's a ho- like a like mini hotel or something uh, but I heard about it and I wanted to get there, but, uh, walking sucks. Yeah, it sometimes does. So, yeah, I can, I can give you a ride there. And I, uh, put the car back into drive and we start rolling. Yeah, so where are you going? The thing on that is offer a destination somewhere in the distance and a reason, perhaps a vague one, for the travel and an explanation for the circumstances you were found in. (laughs) Which is what I did. Um, So we're driving along in this humid weather with this breeze coming through. Uh, The truck probably has to slow down a bit as uh, we get into the trees. Just because mm-hmm. now there's more things that could be in the road. There's more likelihood of animals, um, downed branches. Uh, the road is bumpier because of the roots, stuff like yep. that. Um, yep. cause maybe at a certain point, like the road was gravel. Now it's just dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am sitting in the, uh, you know, on the bench seat, the passenger side, just kind of bopping back and forth, uh, like an idle animation, almost absentmindedly, um, looking out the, uh, front window, like the windshield. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, something like leaps from one tree to another and just shakes a bunch of water down onto the windshield. Uh, and, I sort of, like, huff out, like, a laugh, like, (laughs) 
So, man, this fog, like the fog that rolls through here, how does that even work? That is, well, okay. The way it sort of works, as far as I understand, is because it's so big in here, like, you can get weather patterns and, you know, space is cold. I turn on the uh, windshield wipers, they go swish, swish, swish. And we both accidentally get, like, hit with water because the windows are open. <laughs> it's not a lie, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a fog instead of like clouds or whatever. Well, fog is a cloud. It's just very low to the ground. Huh. That makes sense when you say it out loud. <laughs> never thought. I never thought about it before. Yeah, I'm glad that one made sense when I said it out loud. Not everything <laughs> I say does. I feel that. That's a mood kind of kick my feet a few times still doing that little idle animation and then um kind of glance at you and then look back out the windshield and then glance at you and then look back out the windshield and then glance at you again <laughs> i do not in any way shape or form indicate that i notice i've done <laughs> this even though i probably should notice <laughs> This is going to sound really random, but you have a really cute nose. Thank you. I do appreciate it. <laughs> I, um... I think I got it from... Hmm. No, you know, now that I think about it, I'm not sure where I got it from. But, uh... <laughs> I do That's appreciate it. Out of character. That's not ominous. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know what? In character, it's like, hmm, ominous. And then just laughs. Like, <laughs> What can I say? I am full of uh, many things. I contain multitudes. So, what's your name? Who are you? So when you ask who who are you, out this is out of character, obviously. Offer a name, offer pronouns. These don't have to match. Two identical people can use different pronouns and or be different genders. Speak lightly and defensively of where you've been. And I think my character kind of stops doing the idle animation. I keep saying idle animation because that's just how I think of it. No, you're uh, valid. And kind of like stares out the windshield for a second. And then, uh, my name's Constance. Um, I use, uh, uh, she, her pronouns. Uh, uh, don't ask me about my name. I don't have an explanation for it. <laughs> It's just that. It just is. Um, what about you? What's your name? Wait, before we get to that, do people generally need an explanation from for their name where you come from? 
So living in the South, people end up with some wild fucking names that are just actual words. Um, kind of like, you know, in, um, the bleed, like the fucking weird ass names Brian would give NPCs. Uh huh. Kind of like that, except it's a single word. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, why did your parents name you that? Where the fuck did they come up with that? Where did that come from? You know? <laughs> Usually it's, uh, Christianity. Just as an explanation for why people get named these things. I don't know if that's why Constance is named Constance. Um, yeah. But, but Constance that's just is name. also a very normal name, so. Like, yeah. But it's also like an out of fashion name, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At, at least in our times. Um, so, you know, that's all I got for that one. <laughs> yeah, but like, no, this is a question my character is genuinely asking, Constance. Like, do, do people generally need an explanation for their name, where you come from? Eh. I mostly just say that because people are always like, isn't that an old lady name? Or things like that. Because it just sounds old-fashioned. Um, so at this point, I just kind of default to being like, I don't have an explanation for my name. Oh. And if people push it, I'm just like, yes, I'm absolutely an old lady. <laughs> Stare them dead in the eyes about it. While Nothing gesturing to myself. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being an old lady. Oh, absolutely not. It's just very funny. Because then they get, they, they like, get awkward and try to apologize. And it's like, no, you've already dug your hole. Keep digging, buddy. <laughs> I'll throw the dirt back on top of you. Yeah, nope, that is a good idea and makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I've never really met people who would, you know, like, demand an explanation for your name. Because, I mean, it's Hope's Promise. There are all kinds of names. There yeah, but there's still some people who are just weird like that because they're like, older or something or they aren't from here yeah that's true now that i think about it it's usually people from other planets who do it um and i don't think they mean it in a mean way it's just one of those things you know Mm-hmm. yeah no i i get it i uh I guess I never thought about it like that, because uh, I don't think about names like that. As far as I'm concerned, you know, a person is who they are, and, uh, you know, you just gotta get from one moment to the next in this life. But, uh... I wish more people thought like that. It'd make my life easier. <laughs> Well, I am happy to make your life easier. Out of character, I want to put a point in the steamy tally. Just because this isn't, like, an, like, 
intimate, intimate kind of moment. Like, not like that, but it's like, you know, names are an intimate thing to talk about when you start talking about them. Mm. So I'm going to make a thing and I'll edit it as we go. Yeah. I've already put a tally into Steamy for the slide-in super close and Spooky for something I can't remember now. But uh, Okay, so I'm... we've got two Steamy points and one Spooky? Yeah. Wait, I'm... are we supposed to keep these separate? I forgot. Uh, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, we're supposed to keep them separate and we're probably not supposed to talk about them, but we are supposed to give them very freely. All right. Um, you never answered my question, which is what was, what, what is your name? What are your pronouns? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, sh I sure didn't, did I? Uh, my no, name. You deftly avoided it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like you had to think about it. That's not in character. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me being a goof. <laughs> Um, my name is Starfield Dawn, and, uh, I don't generally use pronouns, so I guess, um, they, them works. I was gonna, I was about to say you just used a pronoun there by referring to yourself as I. Grinning from like ear to ear about that. Now listen here, smartass. I'm listening. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but uh, I guess you can call me Star. Yeah, you have a very pretty name. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and, uh, I thought it was pretty nice, too. So I like <laughs> it. But, uh, it's hard to get a keychain. Yeah. It's hard to get a keychain for my name, too. Aw. It's not a common name. <laughs> but that just means that I can make custom stuff. Just for me. Ah. What kind of custom stuff do you make? I actually haven't made any custom stuff because I don't have time, normally. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What do you eh. usually spend your time on? Stuff. Things. Star is uh, slowly nodding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Stuff and things. It's not even sarcastic nodding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do a lot of um, independent work. I guess you could call it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not really like interesting stuff. I just usually get like you know individual like contracts from like 
people and, you know, do the thing that's, I'm not, I can't talk about it because of, um, client confidentiality. Ah. I can tell you that I don't kill people. Is there a reason you have to tell me you don't kill people? A lot of people assume that's what I do. I don't know why. You know, look at this face. I'm driving. But I have seen that face. <laughs> and... So where... Why are you out here? Are you also out here to go look at the weird campground? Oh, I'm out here to do a lot of things. The weird campground is definitely on the list. It's just nice here, you know? Oh, yeah, it really is. I like coming out here and just, you know, hanging out. Right? And it's so beautiful, all of the trees and. There's not a lot of places on the planet where there's lots of tall trees like this. Not that you can drive through anyway, because most of those places are made for, you know, people who fly and have wings <laughs> and that sort of thing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's a few places where they've, like, added stuff for other people, but it's slow going. Yeah. As with everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I like it here. It feels peaceful. I wish I could live here, honestly. But the researchers made it like a park. Yeah. Which is fair. But also well, I want to live here. You could probably join a research team. And uh, people. Yeah. Aren't there people who do live here, though? Like... Yeah, the I rangers. Hmm. Th and I know there's a research station that is... Uh, people live there. Um, I don't think the... Um, I don't remember the name of the race, and I feel bad about that, but, like, the big bats, I don't think mm. they've officially started moving them, them in beyond, like, workers. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, I think it's just workers right now, so, like, and this place will be, like, just them because they also main, they'll maintain the trees, I think is how that works. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, one of the rangers talked to me about it once, but I will admit, I was only half paying attention. Were you busy hitting on them? Yes. <laughs> they were a very, very pretty Dolene. Listen. <laughs> I'm listening. Now who's a little shit? <laughs> I 
And I think as we drive, like, the road suddenly gets, like, extra bumpy for no particular reason. Like, there's just, like, extra tree roots here, or rocks, or something, but uh, for just a moment, it's just very... Da -da 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 -da. And, uh... <laughs> That is definitely like uh constant just you know you know when you're on like a really bumpy road and you just go uh and it does the thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Constance is doing that. <laughs> and it starts laughing. God, sound is so much fun. I love playing with sound. Yeah? Yeah. You so do you just make noises just to hear the sound happen in the air? Not usually. It's so much fun. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. You should try it sometime. Just go bah. 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 <laughs> just like, like, the noise making just devolves into giggling. Uh, and then like, a big bump happens, and uh, cons like I am, like basically just because I'm not wearing my seatbelt, just kind of thrown into your side by the bump. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, just out of sheer startlement, I like slam on the brake. I slide and off of the bench, like not off of it, but it's like whip shift forward and I have to like catch myself on the dashboard whoa are you okay yeah that's not the worst thing that's ever happened to me I should probably put the seatbelt on that might be safer do you know how much farther it is to uh what the hotel you said it was that is like a I, I honestly I don't know what it is Ah, uh, you never been there before. Wait, nope. you said that. I got told about it. Mm. I wanted to go see. By the pretty Dolene? Nope. Someone Ooh. else. Bear. Just get mm. like settles back on the bench seat. Doesn't buckle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like that's seen. I feel like we've sort of done all we can. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think that is seen. And so what happens, like, light and dark in this, like, giant cavern, like, day and night, it can be difficult to discern. But there are, like, holes in the roof of the cavern that lead to the surface. Like, they're not shallow. They are through some thick rock, but light filters through. And so the the cavern does get darker. It's just much more gradual. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then suddenly it's dark and the only light is uh phosphorescent plants and animals. Mm -hmm. And the shimmering stardust. Yeah. Uh, the encounters end, this encounter ends when night falls and the travelers decide to spend their night at a hotel on the roadside. So, 
I think as it gets dark and like it starts getting harder to see, like you turn the headlights on. Well, uh, no, I was thinking that uh, the stardust actually sort of shows us the way there. That works. Yeah. Um, the stardust like lights up the edges of the road so we don't end up going off the road and into a tree. <laughs> uh, and it like leads us down this like a side road that's like twisty and windy through like some thicker trees. Mm-hmm. Until it like opens up into this like uh dirt lot that's just got this very large cabin on one end. Mm-hmm. Uh and like the lights are on in the cabin. Um and it looks like it's like it might be three floors. You're not sh- like we're not sure if the third floor is like an attic or an actual floor. <laughs> Hmm. Um. It's definitely like one of those like ski lodge type places. Yeah, where... but like no, nowhere near as big. Right, and it, but it's sort of like meant to look quaint, mm-hmm. but like brand new. I don't think it looks brand new. I think it looks old. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but you know what I mean, though. Do you know what I mean? I do not know what you mean. Okay, well, so you know how ski lodges are deliberately built to look quaint, only, like, you can tell that this is not what it was meant to be? I don't know a better way to describe it. I I don't think I'm picking up on what you're trying to describe. Um, (laughs) So... It's fine. Well, it's it's a weird cabin in the middle of the forest in a giant cavern full of like stardust and weird shit. It's true. Yeah, we're just gonna stick with that. Um I am definitely hopping out of the car, like the truck, before it even fully fucking stops. Mm-hmm. Just like yeets myself out of the door. <laughs> and uh I like a slow to a stop, you know, park, take the keys out, climb out. I am already on the porch of the cabin waiting. <laughs> also, like, I don't have a bag or anything. Mm-hmm. Just there.
Thanks for listening. Please consider following us on Twitter at Hope's Hearth Pod and joining our Discord, both linked in the description. If you want to support us monetarily, you can find us on Coffee at coffee.com forward slash Hope's Hearth Pod. Coffee spelled K O dash F I. We love you. Stay safe. No death. Go home and stay home. Bye.